Well, here it is. Hello and welcome to the Daily Issues podcast, or if you're a returning listener, welcome back. Thank you so much for listening. Strap yourself in for a brilliant episode. And please, before you do anything, like, subscribe, do whatever you've got to do to support the podcast. We'd love it so, so much. And also, if you're feeling really supportive and really great, sign up to the Patreon for extra content. You get a, you get the episodes a week early, and you also get a monthly Q&A with me and my dad. So please do that. I'd love it so, so, so much. And it would also help me financially a lot to keep this podcast going. But strap yourself in, enjoy the episode, and we'll see you on the other side. Cool. So we're going to talk about parenting. Mm -hmm. And you're obviously a parent. Yeah, I am. My I'm, a grandpa I'm a grandparent too. Mm. And do you, would you say you're a a good parent on the, on the whole? Would you say? I think that's I think that's that's um that's got a parenting. That's a really hard one. Okay, I think I think I've been a very good parent in the past. Um, uh, but I think it's like it's like God. I, I mean, there's some people who are they're like they're like earth dads and earth mums okay and it seems their kind of destiny to be a parent but i think if you were to ask your mum the same question she would probably say that given the choice of staying at home looking after children okay or going to work and parking the children with with some you know some nice childcare, she would definitely go for staying at work because that's what that's what she ultimately your mum just likes to achieve things and i think so do i and that's probably why we were always busy and always achieving things and we had a nice house and a swimming pool and all the other bits and pieces and trappings. Okay, but whereas you take Georgina, okay, your sister, she is fucking earth mum. So she just, she loves being a mum. Okay, so I, I would have to put myself in the non-earth mum, okay, or, or earth dad. But you're not a mum, so. Well, or dad. Okay, so, so but... On saying that, when when you were born, okay, I I literally did everything for you and loved and loved the experience of of bringing you up, okay, and um and I used to spend immense amounts of time with you, even to the point where where okay, if Vanessa left the room, you were absolutely fine. If I left the room, you were you were just you you bawling out, okay, and crying because you hated me going anywhere because we loved each other so much. And still do obviously but, <laughs> so 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 that's, 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 I didn't but I didn't have the same experience with Georgina I found her really challenging not because there's anything wrong with her because she's she's actually a really easy child but I found it much more challenging okay being a dad to her and I felt so as a dad to her certainly in the early early days I think I was a bit shit okay but then then I also felt okay that that Vanessa had a certain expectation that I was going to be. I'm not, I mean, I've always been good with kids. That's it. Always been good. Okay. It's um, some people are, some people, I guess, aren't. I've always, I've always sort of, I've always, I've never been one of those. Oh, you should have respect and you should do this and you should do that. I, I can, I can sort of, I can very quickly calibrate myself to someone else's level, regardless whether it's old person or young person. Okay. But so I think because of that, so I was always good with her nieces and nephews and things like that. So she's thinking, oh, it's going to be a great dad. Okay. And actually, when Georgina was a baby, I was pretty shit, okay, because I just didn't have fucking, I didn't have the patience for her. When she started crying, I mean, I remember one occasion where, where I may have told you, where we had a house with a, a bay window, and when I went to Tesco's and left Georgina with me, she's only maybe two years old, 
and um, I was holding her, okay, and and she's crying, wouldn't stop crying. Okay, and I think I was saying, I was, I was just saying, stop crying, stop crying. And I was thinking, if I threw out this bay window, she'd definitely stop crying. Okay, would that work? Okay, she'd die. Okay. Well, she probably would have done. She definitely yeah. would have stopped crying. Okay. And um, so, but again, I, it, it's the crazy <laughs> thing was, the crazy thing was, is I didn't seem to have the relationship with your mum because we always seemed to be at tension with each other. Um, always seemed to be what? Attention with each other, attention, attention with each other. Okay, so I could never have been honest with her and said I felt like throwing Georgina out the window because she'd instantly react and my God, you're not safe with her, I can't leave with her ever again, and so on and so forth. Whereas I've asked Georgina the same questions. I said, George, do you ever feel like fucking killing them? She said, Oh yeah, on loads of loads of times. I absolutely feel like killing them. I, I could, you know, it, it's it's so I think when you get when you get that sort of honesty. Um, where people take their guards down and you realise, oh, shit, I'm not the only person who absolutely, okay, has has been ground, okay, to dust by a child, okay, just because they are so frustrating. Um, and obviously when they're babies, there's no controlling. Or when they're young, there's no controlling. It's not like it's not like when they're six, seven, eight, you can say, right, go to bed, I'm going to take this away from you, et cetera, et cetera. They're kind of sticks and carrots. But when they're young, there's no fucking sticks and carrots. There's no reasoning with them. Okay, if they're gonna if they're gonna decide to cry and they carry on crying for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, it's fucking grating. It just eventually, you know, it just it just it, it, you can't do it. You, you think I'll try this, I'll try that. So you get frustrated, then you get frustrated with the child, frustrated with yourself. So that's very hard. So I think I think with Georgina's very shit when she was young. Okay, at, but when she was over two, I really liked her. Okay, because she's more a toddler. With you, I was very good when you're a baby onwards okay and like you say i probably then became less of a great dad or a bit of a shit dad when you're in your teens or when we saw each other so so but do i like it um i i at the time i think when georgina was young okay i i'm not sure i did so much because as i say my relationship with 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 your mum wasn't always the best Okay, and we'd we could fall out really easily, and then it was like then it was it always felt like she'd take George off, you know, apologize, and it felt like fucking them and me. So it like it's like because you, 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 you know if you for example lose it with your partner in front of your child, okay, at any level, then you feel like the duty cunt. So and 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 they will definitely let you know that because they, mm. they they kind of especially two girls because they're going up together. It's funny because I see it with where's you. Okay, you'd always side with me, so it's always much better because boys always side with their dads. Okay, so so in that respect, it's um, but we just have a much better relationship because I was also, I was much calmer and older when I had you. I, I was twenty five years old when I had Georgina, and we just kind of got married quite recently. Okay, moved in together, which is stressful. Okay, and so on and so forth. So when we had you, we were we were much more mature and also i said like you know i said i don't want another child okay so if you if you have him you bring him up he's nothing to do with me mm. and that that because i because i took the expectation the preconception out of it then life is very good and i think that's another lesson we go over that again the problem with with expectations are if you think to yourself for example tomorrow okay i'm going to meet emily okay are we going to go for a fantastic meal we're going to have the best time ever you are setting yourself up for a fucking massive fall Okay, because if, if none of those, if none of those aspects or none of those 
realities meet your criteria, then it's failed. So it could have been the most successful date that you've had, and it could have been, I don't know, if you had seven criteria, okay, and it only met six, you'd think, that's shit, disappointing. Okay, so it's a bit like when you go back to when, again, I think we've, we've mentioned this on the podcast, when Vanessa said to me once, when we were separated, and she said, and separated for a while, so there's no chance we were getting back together, on the 22nd wedding anniversary, she messaged, messaged me, and she said, I'm really sad, okay, that that um, it was only 22 years. And I said, but I see it completely differently. I see that as a massive success. You're, we, sad. We you're, sad, it, you're sad it was 22 years. No, I saw it that as a massive success. I saw it as a huge triumph that we actually made it for 22 years. 22 years is a long fucking time, turn of it decades. I, I said, but I see it as a massive, a massive triumph. We, we, we made it for 22 years. It didn't mean that we had to be together forever. And we brought up two amazing children. So in that respect, fucking, hey, what's not, what's not to celebrate? Mm. Well, what, what, what I think is, I think you, um, I, I feel like you struggled to, because um, we didn't see each other for a long time, but that was, I think that was a lot my choice, to be honest. I made the active choice to not see you. Yeah. Because some of the things you did, I didn't feel comfortable with. Yeah. Um, which I think is fair. And then when we reconnected, or this might have been before, no, when we reconnected, we, um, no, no, as soon as you two split up, me, you and George would hang out. But that was a different thing when there was three of us. And I think you stopped hanging out with my sister or she just like something you got too busy or something. I don't know. No, I think, were... I think, I think George and I fell out for a bit too. Yeah. Okay. That and, um, and that was, but, and, but I think the other thing you got to remember too is, is you're also being, because we've discussed this about with Adam, for example, and, and you were being continually fed derogatory stuff about me all the time. Hmm. Well, it's so interesting because that, that, that had to that 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 had to whether you like it or not. When you're being drip 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 drip, your dad's your dad's a wanker. Okay, your dad's now done this. Your dad's done that. What a dickhead. Okay, and and as you know, her current boyfriend was pretty. He was he 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 was he was happy to pile in too. So he was anti. I didn't I didn't have a great yeah. I didn't have a great in that respect. In terms of the sort of the propaganda war, I I I was pretty outnumbered there. Well, it's interesting though because. You, 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 that did happen. You would get those things said, but then also it would be, oh, why don't you hang out with your dad? You know, and yeah, remember, know. remember know. Rich, remember Richard, the golf pro? Yeah, I had a golf teacher at the time called Richard. He yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, a, I remember, you know, yeah, yeah. explaining so, for the okay, yeah, good. <laughs> he was I like, a, I forgot, I, I forgot, we, we, I forgot we were, we were technically on air. Yeah, go on. He was almost like a surrogate. He, I was very close to him and he helped me a lot. He was almost like a surrogate father. Yeah. as well as a teacher and he would always influence me to hang out with you in a big yeah. way because his dad yeah. i think his dad i don't know because i remember he lived with his mum and really loved his mum i don't know what happened with his dad i think he died yeah he died okay. yeah. no his dad definitely died um and he really that really upset him so that's obviously why you would push that but I, th I think what you struggled with was to um differentiate the age i was at and where i was because i remember you <laughs> I don't, don't know if I've said this before, but we were we met up once and you'd been on a date a few nights before and you were genuinely huh. um, telling me and George about this date and George was messaging the girl for you on Tinder, yeah. I think. Yeah. And yeah. I said to you, oh, how did it? Maybe she was like 18. So maybe that was more acceptable. Yeah. And I was maybe, I would have been, I'm seven, I would have been 11. Um, and I said, I said, how did a date with this girl go? And you said, tell you what, Dom, I've slept with some of the best hookers in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> And she gave her a run for their money. That's what you said. <laughs> yeah, 
I know. I, I I think as you say, it's it's. But you were. I think the but problem. You, you was, thought I was an, an a young adult. But I really, I didn't no, even know think, what it was before I, that. I think I think the basic problem too is is because when you were when because George was a lot older when you were born too, so you were brought up much more as a young adult anyway. Okay, so you kind of came along for the ride as opposed to as opposed to the family adapted for you. You just you just Dom is just Dom's Dom's just I don't know. He's just he's he's just you were just you were always perceived to be much older than you were mm. and again that's not to say that's justifiable or or um a good thing it was just my mistake yeah plus i was plus i was a bit super excited i'm sure about you know it's like anything when you find something new okay it's a bit like <laughs> you know when, when you when you when you meet someone who's just found christianity okay and all they talk about it's a fucking bible okay and uh, and and how how you know you should find it because it's so lovely Okay, so it's a bit. I guess it's a bit like that. I, I was a bit excited. And the other thing along those lines is, I remember we went, we went on like a um, we went on like a golf retreat. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. And um, oh yeah, I do. It was a really yeah. good. I really enjoyed that. It was a really good time. But I remember on like, the first day. Oh, you you were getting so frustrated on some occasions. You cried on one occasion. You're so pissed. Yeah, off. I was in. I was in the toilet. Crying. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. You're, dev- you're devastated. But the golf was my life, and I wasn't going I know. well. I know. Fortunately, it wasn't me. But it's um, yeah. But the yeah, it was um, yeah, that was nice. That was good. What I'm I saying is, you we say were... the, the the thing is, what you tend to do is is um, you see, I I just generally just remember the good, okay, and and I'm not. I think I just that's just my that's just my I don't know, not my personality, but I just remember the good things. I just generally don't remember the bad. Well, I mean, this isn't necessarily a bad thing, but this is highlights my point we were sat in the bar at the golf retreat once and i think like mm-hmm. the it was during the olympics i remember that everyone was talking yeah. about it and i think the tennis was on or something yeah or the volleyball and you went god damn they've got such lovely tits haven't they and i, <laughs> and I felt so uncomfortable because like, <laughs> you're my dad and i was like what are you talking about and you went and i just didn't reply and you went do you not like their tits and you went, you were like you went what's wrong with you i was like i'm, I'm tense <laughs> I'm ten years old. That's what's wrong with me. <laughs> really yeah. Okay. Probably appropriate. Fair enough. But I just think you were trying really hard to connect, but you didn't know necessarily. The well, best I probably way to... wasn't. I wasn't. I, I. I mean, I could have talked about golf or something. You're interested in. I just. I just thought you're older than you probably were. I always. I, I think that's just. That's my. That's my um, misconception. Because mm. I didn't kiss a girl till I was fourteen, and it was a bit of a geek. Yeah. Um, until I got a bit older, I think. Yeah, just a golf geek. Um, yeah. Actually, I would have been older because I, I started playing golf when I was twelve, so I would have been about thirteen, maybe. Yeah, you're a bit older. I thought you're a teenager. I think I thought I thought I thought you'd be looking at stuff like that. But fair enough, my, my mistake. No, I wasn't looking. I was I was I was the right sex best when I was in my teens. I'll tell you what, I probably was looking at stuff like that. I just didn't want to discuss it with you. It's fair enough. That was the difference. Okay, no, no, I understand. Um, but you you did make attempts to be a. Very good. Like you, you, you always made me. Um, what I found strange, you'd you'd always make me read, and do my times tables every night. Do you remember that? I do. But the weird thing was, you'd do it. You'd maybe do it to you while she were working out, doing weights. Yeah. yeah. So it was like yeah. I was serenading you, almost. Yeah. Love well, it's, it's, I, I just, I, I like, I, I, I guess even then, I, I read this book recently called called Atomic Habits. It talks about habit stacking, and I'd never read it before. I hadn't read it then. I only read it recently. And so I guess I guess I was sort of subconsciously habit stacking. Okay, so I, I'd make sure that I was doing something whilst you're doing something, and then sort of so making sure we got uh, the best. I got the best use of my time. But yeah, yeah. you did. I did. You did. You did do your tables and used to read. Yeah. So still, I still failed maths, but 
It doesn't matter. I just don't, I don't really care as long as my philosophy is as long as you as long as you know your tables, you'll be and and that's probably the most valuable thing. Tables, reading, driving license, most valuable things that you'll ever possess in life. Yeah, yeah, quite right. But what, do you think your um you your parenting is an, a big part of your identity? Well, I think it's an interesting one. Once I had, I think, uh, so if you were describing yourself, would you go, I'm, you know, I'm a father. I'm this age of a no, carpenter. You no, wouldn't say father. No, 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 not at all. I, I think the interesting thing is too, it, it's once, um, I think, who is it? I think Suzanne asked me once. Okay, who's, good who's friend, Suzanne? Sue, Sue, you know Sue. Yeah, no, case, they don't know Sue. Oh, sorry, Suzanne's a good friend. I used to, I got to know Sue from going to the gym. Okay, and then a cafe there and we'd talk, we'd sort of have long talks. But the thing with Sue is she's very, very good at talking and she's very, very good at asking questions. And she said to me once, she said, Andrew, where do you see yourself? Okay, in the family. So for example, if we say the house is there, okay, you know, it's trying to draw a diagram. So we see a house, you know, basic uh, pencil drawn house and, and the family's inside. So you've got Dom, George and Vanessa inside. Do you see yourself inside the house or outside the house? And I said, I kind of see myself outside the house. I kind of see myself, you know, I'm quite happy to sort of sort of provide, okay, and and look after them, but I don't really see myself as part of it. Okay. So, but I've always been, which you'll probably relate to now, I've always been very fucking very, very happy with my own company. I mean, even as a child, I remember I used to like play 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 people, and I used to have these massive, massive sort of, you know, sort of whole sort of um, what's the word? Whole sort of set outs of builders and farm and a policeman and it would take me hours to set it all out okay and then maybe a friend from two doors up would come around and start messing around I used to think can you piss off please I'm, I, I, you're really messing with my toys okay so I was always very happy in that respect I was, always, I, I was so I think I think again we spoke about this introverted extroverted the mistake I made is I thought introverted meant you're shy and extroverted extroverted meant you're the fucking life and soul of the party but introverted just means okay you're very happy to be on your own okay so so i i never had a problem and in terms of even even asking for help i would do absolutely everything to not ask for help okay i will always try and do it as a parent last no 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 in life so even in even in my work i, I hate getting help because people irritate me because they do something wrong you know that they mm. pick something up in the wrong way or they won't handle it the wrong way or they they won't be doing what i would be doing so it's just easy to work on my own okay mm. and just if i desperately need, need help i can get someone but i prefer just to work on my own so maybe you should I become guess, a monk I, I don't think so because I, I also love people okay but i love people on my terms yeah okay so so i think that's the difference i want to dip in and dip out but if i want to be on my own i want to be on my own okay and i don't see that should be a problem whereas other people are incredibly social okay to some extent i'd say quite needy you know i i'm i'm a very you're a very unneedy person okay well, i was so, speaking to um someone the other day and they said that some people have it where being around other people energizes them yeah but for me it's completely the like being around other people is exhausting for me and an effort so for example some people naturally would you know work the room if they went to a party they could go from one guest to another guest to another guest I would find that that sounds like the worst fucking that's that sounds like like um, I'd rather do a marathon exactly well it sounds like it sounds like like taking the devil on with 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 a toothpick okay just it's not going to work mm. so I think in that respect yeah I, like you say I'd rather do a marathon I just don't find what other people um 
I hate meeting new people and having to take an interest in, unless, and this is probably an awful thing to say, unless I'm going to sleep with them or they're going to hire me or like progress my career in some way. Yeah, unless there's some way. New people is awful. I know, but unless there's some way that they're, they're going to, in effect, benefit you in some way. I mean, again, it sounds really bad. Okay, but um, I, I, analytically, you know, for example, sometimes I feel like with Amy and I say, what do you add to my life? If you add nothing, why that does are you sound here? bad, yeah. It sounds bad, really but, bad. But, but, but that's, but again, it's, I think I was talking to you, we, we go over this again. It's um, talking to Matt Haley about this and there's a guy, it wasn't Andrew, what's his name? Okay, who's obviously, what's his name? That kind Tate. of quite out. Tate. Tate. It wasn't him, but this guy said, okay, so we'll go through it one more time. He said, basically, group of women, okay, and he said, and they were sort of, you know, they were saying, okay, why wouldn't you be with us, et cetera, et cetera. He said, but what would you give me? He said, I can cook. I've got my own house. I can clean. I can do my washing. Okay, I can do DIY. I've got a good job. I've got my own money. What would you add to my life? It's a fair question. And it's, it's, if you, the, majority, the, thing with, the thing with women is they naturally do this. When they are, when they ask, it's as we, as we said before, it's, I think David D'Angelo was asked a question during one of his seminars. Okay. And David D'Angelo is a, a, a relationship, a dating coach, if anyone doesn't know, very famous. And someone, he said, look, he said, basically when a woman on the first or second date, or even when you go to talk to them, uh, when, when a woman asks you a question, she's fucking testing you. Okay. And, uh, and someone said, how would you know? when she's testing you. David, how would you actually know at what particular point would she be testing you? And he said, whenever she opens her mouth. Okay, and that's it. Women are profiling you very quickly when you, when you, for example, I mean, they profile you on Tinder. That's why they ask all the questions. Okay, that's, they're far more. If you, if you think about who's controlling, okay, the um, communication process, the interaction, a man or a woman, she's fucking controlling it. 100%. How did we get on to this? I don't know, but that's, <laughs> but that's, I, I don't know. Any chance to talk about women? You're like, yep. Uh, well, that's no, not that. I think it's, it's, it's basically what, what, what we said is, is I said, I said, we were talking about, for example, spending time on your own. And I, I said, you know, it, it's, it's a fair question. Okay. If, if to me, people are being needy or taking a lot. Okay. And I've, because I'm naturally, the problem is what I've got to be very careful of is I'm naturally a very giving person. Okay, as you know, very generous. Okay, very giving with everything. I, I will, I will try and help anyone out. Okay, and and uh, and so I have to be careful of not being taken advantage of because people will take advantage of a generous person. Okay, so every so often I have to pull back and think, well, what the fuck's in it for me? Mm. So I think I think we were talking about you were saying about okay, when you meet someone, are they going to benefit you in one way or another? Fair question. Otherwise, why are you wasting your time? I just find this small talk exhausting and I know I don't enjoy it. And they can probably some, tell I'm some not people are great me. at it. Okay, they're great at it. I'm just I'm just not because I like I like serious talk. I like a conversation like we're having now. Mm. I don't want to fucking talk about okay, the weather or 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 you know, or I don't know, or some horse was running through London or something. Okay, I'm I, I'm not interested. I'm not interested in news and stuff like that. I think socially the norm is that it takes small talk to get to that serious yeah, conversations point but i don't understand why that's the case well i can i think you can you can use banter too can't you you can use all sorts of things it's um uh, yeah often i i don't know if, if i'm in the pub for example and someone's particularly brown 
Ah, so shit, you've been in the sun, you've been working in the sun. I mean, I, I wouldn't say that's necessarily small talk, but you just, you, you, you focus on something that's different about from them to someone else. Okay. And that's, that spurs a conversation off. If you're in the so, world pod. And no, I said, you, I said, you've been in the sun. Oh, what you said, if you're in the pond. No, 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 no. Where someone's particularly brown, they obviously yeah. been working outside. And I say, shit, you've been in the sun. Okay. Or I say the, the reverse. I say, mate, okay, you're so pale. You need to, you need to maybe get sunburned. Jesus. Okay. Just go the other way, reverse it. But so I guess that is a level of small talk. And your social skills with Andy Hatton Woods. I'm not, but I don't have, I don't have any lack of social skills in terms of, I mean, I talk to anyone. Okay, but it's just like you say, but it's the desire. I don't necessarily have the desire to do it. Okay, I, I, for example, if I went, if I went, so the place I locally drink, there are lots of people who obviously know me because, as you know, I go there a lot. Okay, but I could choose to go and sit with any one of them or sit on my own. I will sit on my own and listen to an audio book or look at my phone or check some emails. I, I, I prefer to do it. I like my, I, the, you know, when I get the rare opportunity, when I get to be on my own, it's really fucking great. I love me. And in fact, my brother, like he said, I love what he said once. He said, he said, he said, Andrew, I'm the easiest person for me to live with. And I thought, yeah, that makes a lot of fucking sense. That's very clever because anyone's easy for themselves to live with. Okay. But obviously when you live with someone else, it's much, much harder. Well, I'd love to live by myself, but it costs lots of money to live by yourself. It's difficult now to live alone. No, I mean, but, but no, of course. But I mean, obviously, but it's what he's saying is he'd far rather, he's very easy for him to live with. Because hmm. he knows exactly what he likes. He yeah, doesn't like. Okay. So, whereas living with someone else, okay, it's just a pile of compromises. Or they got to compromise. Okay. Are we going to argue about it? So, there's always like arguments or compromises. You're always, you're always pushing and pulling. It's also always like, I call it like the powerball. So, so I think with all relationships, whether it's father, father, daughter, or, or, you know, siblings, parents, okay, fucking mothers, sons, okay, obviously partners. You got this powerball, and and one of those people is always probably they're, they're kind of always holding the powerball. Okay, but what you want to what you want to aim, aim to do as much as possible is make sure you got the ball. Mm. Yeah, quite right. And the final question on um parenting, and then we'll probably have to do another part of this. Would you would you um ever hang out with? Because a while ago I went out with um I was doing this show with the a guy. It was a tour thing, and his like his um girlfriend he she we met up with her friend before and her friend was it was weird because they didn't really like each other that much but they hung out because their kids were friends did you ever hang out with other parents because their kids were friends and you didn't really like them no i oh. I, I think i think I, I, again no well we have hung out with with you know I, you probably remember dominic hobson for example okay so we went on holiday with him a few times okay but they they but the thing with dominic is he was he was he was the life and the soul of the party and he liked to drink so again in that respect he was quite he was quite good fun okay mm -hmm. and the fact he had um kids of a similar age but but um i guess was a benefit too because then they could all sort of play together etc etc Okay, but um, no, I think because the other thing is, if I was to be honest, when I I'm very good at giving lip service, and I'm I got a fairly good memory. So and lip and service. I, hang on, lip. Let me move on. Lip service is, is when you just when you when you ask people th is is kind of when you ask people things. Okay, just to pretend to be interested. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. Okay, so that's lip service. Like you just give lip, your lips give service to it by talking. 
but because I know I don't remember it, I, I may be make a note of if it's if it's going to be relevant. I may be make a note of people's children's names in my phone. This all sounds terrible. That does sound awful. Then, yeah. Then then, then 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 it sounds like I've got no fucking interest at all. Okay, but so if I know, but I'm making a note of children's names in your phone is a bit strange you know, just well, keep below, it... no, obviously not i understand because, why you're because, doing a bit it because, sounds because, funny because because what you want to do is obviously if if i know chris is a business contact okay and chris is going to like me more if i say oh how's 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 you know how's Stephen and Sharnice? okay because it makes you sound a lot more interested than normal person so obviously more information you know about someone the more they like you okay and then they want to do business with you so again in that respect i guess it's quite I'm sounding quite cold here. Okay, so it's I'm very analytical. I'm thinking, right, okay, if I do that, to me, it's it's just it's a mathematical process. A, you know, two plus two equals four. That's it. So if I ask that question, that question, okay, therefore I'll probably get I'll be more likely to get what I want. So so it, it it's when I say lip service, so when I talk to friends who have got children of similar ages or even other ages, okay, I might pretend to be interested, but I'm not fucking really. Hmm. I shouldn't say all this stuff. This is terrible. Okay. <laughs> no one, no one that you would know, I don't think, would listen would listen to it. Good. So. But there is a lot Good. more regular listeners than I think. Someone commented on my video saying, Oh, looking forward to this week's post. There's more listeners than we think. It's interesting. Excellent. Yeah. Which is a good thing, but hopefully, um, well, it's hardly a bad thing, surely. Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, no, he can listen because that's okay. It's not, it's not him. But so I haven't mentioned any other names, okay? But obviously, um, but I don't. The other thing is, I'm, I'm the worst, worst. Okay, so friend, friend communicator, communicator, okay. And as you know yourself, I'm terrible at answering messages. Okay? Yeah, this week. Answer, if, I, if I don't want to answer them, I won't answer them. So I'm awful at communication. Awful for setting things up you know for like for example events and things like that bad for turning out i just again um i i i quite happily drive off on my own stay in a hotel really love it listen to some audio books or do some research or something like that okay that's it i, I don't need to i went to i think you know last year i went to scotland for a week okay and i stayed in some fantastic hotels i didn't talk to fucking anyone apart from the hotel staff. Okay, mm. that's it. Not a single person. And nor did I want to. Yeah. Quite right. All right, Dad, we'll end it there. Um, thanks, okay. everyone. Join the Patreon. Yeah, thank you. See you next time. Well, there it is. Another episode of the Dad Issues podcast made. Another episode listened to. Another day lived. And obviously, it's been a great day after you listen to the Dad Issues podcast. Thank you so much for listening again. I'm going to say it again. Like, subscribe, share, whatever you've got to do. And the Patreon. Get on it. All right. See you next week. Every Friday.